good, everybody? It's Ram Big Dog coming live and at you with another True Players Podcast episode with my brothers, Joey G, Ricky Brown, and you guys with another episode of the True Players Podcast. Now, before we get started with this podcast, I want to apologize for everybody for technical difficulties that I had with the, with the previous podcast. I was supposed to interview this year on the pathway. Um, unfortunately, with technical issues, we were not able to do that. And that, in a sense, I, I do apologize for that. However, the, the podcast was done. I will load it up um, by the next few days. And uh, for you guys to listen to the great interview I had with her, it was, it was very educational, eye-opening. And I'm um, looking forward, look forward for you guys to uh, take, a look at that, take a look at the podcast. Well, now we are on part two of Sacrament of Marriage. Part two. We got this now. This episode is not just me. I got the brothers here, Joey G, Ricky Brown. We will, we're going to wait for my sister, Denise, to join us on the podcast as well. Who's Joey G's wife? Wait for her to join us on the podcast. So I'm going to have you have the fellas introduce themselves. Joey G, Ricky Brown. Joey G. <laughs> That'd be me. Joey G. Motherfucking Joe Gomez. That's that guy over there. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> kidding me? Forget about that guy. <laughs> Got life stories, life experiences to share. That's all you need to know about me. <laughs> so you, need to you, already, you already know what it is. Ricky Brown, a.k.a. Dead Fred 821 in the building. Shout out to Texas Fish Room for the swag. Oh, you're trying to get to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're already hooked up. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So we're going to continue on with the part two of the Second Advantage podcast. Um, very touchy subject, but I felt that it's very important to have this conversation. A lot of people, when they enter a marriage, they don't really have a tough conversation. Click on the link. And I felt, and I felt that... Um, People, a lot of people should have this conversation. I left it off as this. I left it with five questions. Um, when is a man capable of being married? Question two, when is a woman capable of being married? Um, question three, does a person coming from a single-parent home dictate the type of marriage if they're prepared for marriage or not? And number five, how does self-esteem um, Contribute to the type of mate that you select to be married to or to date. And fellas, what do you what do you think about the questions? Which one? Do you like to see? You didn't have that. Uh, me personally, I like I I like the last one because uh, the last one is not limited to just marriage or romance. The the, the last one is kind of all encompassing when it comes to all of your relationships, your work relationships, your friendships, your, 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 your comrades, your, your cohorts, you know, whoever you uh, decide to associate yourself with, you know, your, 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 your mental self image really has a lot to do with who you choose to allow to be around you and with you, you know, and uh, not just as a partner, but, um, oh, excuse me, not just as a romantic partner, but as a partner in any way, shape or form. So whether we're talking about business or a school project or, you know, um, maybe it's just cleaning up the, the living room. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if you're choosing to um, uh, uh, perpetuate a cycle that has, you know, 
some uh, that that has kind of plagued you since childhood, you're going to continue to do that until you uh, until you first recognize it, and then two, take some type of action to course correct that. So it's it's not it's not just a a, a marriage thing. It's kind of like encompasses it. It kind of encompasses all relationships of your life. Listen, ladies, we don't bite on True Players podcast. We're actually good looking guys. So, I mean, you guys can come on the podcast anytime you want. Okay? <laughs> we don't bite. <laughs> well, maybe that's the problem, Tom. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a whole lot to my shoulder. What's the problem? <laughs> um, What's the problem? Got dogs in there for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Yo, on, on a note, I want to I want to say I want to say um, say something here. That, but people don't realize, especially between relationships and marriages, is that there's, there's stages that I want to talk about that people go through on a, in a marriage. And I did mention this on mention this when I was a guest host on Brian Brian Tipathia's Confessions with Brian Tipathia. Shout out to my man Brian. Yo, definitely it was a pleasure to be on this podcast. But I did mention the stages on his podcast. And the first stage in anything in any relationship is basically the the talking stage. Okay, and then from the talking stage, you go from the talking stage to now the dating stage of the relationship. And from the dating stage, you go from the dating stage to now boyfriend and girlfriend, boyfriend and girlfriend. And then from boyfriend and girlfriend, you go fiance. And Jojo, this way, I'm not going when you go, when you, this way it gets tricky from, this way it gets tricky now. You go from boyfriend and girlfriend to fiance. And then from fiance to bride and now, in my opinion, you don't become husband and wife until you hit that 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 hard hard until you hit that rock in the road. And how you guys get over that, how you how you guys fight together through that, is then when you become husband and wife. Not when you say I do. Not when the not when the, the justice of the peace or the priest tells you you're not man and wife. Yeah, you are man and wife, but you're not husband and wife yet. You get what I'm saying? How do you guys feel about what I just said? Um. For, for, for me personally, it the, the, the first thing that came to mind is how that dynamic has changed since the 90s or since the 80s and 90s and how it has uh, how, and actually how it has changed um, since being uh, with what you uh, the, the, the stages that you just named. Um, and that's that's not to disagree with you in any way, shape or form. It's just that uh, a, a lot of times you hear about steps being fast-tracked and skipped or missing or even out of order in, in, in a relationship. And um, this has nothing to do with uh, race, religion, or, or, or even um, uh, 
what do you call it when you with when you with the same person or the same um same uh, sex? It, w- yeah. What's that called? The preference <laughs> or whatever. Like like it it like it, well, what I'm saying is it, it doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying, what category you fall under. Uh a lot of times, particularly in twenty twenty one when we're doing this uh when we're doing this podcast you hear about those stages or those steps either being skipped or being put out of order. Um, a lot of people are getting together and uh, thinking that they can build something out of the passion that they had when they first met. And now all of a sudden they're married to somebody that they're trying to get to know that they don't really know that they're trying to understand. And, 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 and there's a lot of confusion and, um, uh, friction involved in relationships like that you know you've you've literally jumped into the deep end without even knowing how deep that pool is you know but um when when, when you go back to like the 80s and the 90s there was the, um there was the, you were talking to somebody then you were going steady and you know then then it was official and uh you know then then um what was the next step after that you know maybe maybe y'all were moving in together um and then y'all would get married, you know, and in my humble opinion, there's some people out there who have been together, you know, since their, since their early years, since their childhood years, you know, whether it be their teens or preteens and, uh, never went down to see a holy person or a justice of the peace or a court official. And they're still together to this day. And then again, there are some people who kind of did everything by the textbook, you know, uh, they, they, they did the conversation. They got to know their partner. They, they, they made their changes themselves. Their partner didn't change them. You know, um, they grew as a couple and they grew together and somehow they end up growing apart and end up going apart. So, I mean, it, it's, it, 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 in my humble opinion, that that's just as, uh, but in my humble opinion, both of those situations are just as much of a marriage as the other one is as contrasting as they may be. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like the level of commitment has also changed. You know what I mean? Back in those days, people were more willing to stay together, even if they weren't technically together, especially in our community. We didn't get divorced. Like, we were still married, and you may be in a whole other state, but we wasn't trying to get divorced like that. People stayed together, and I get that, and I understand that. But also, these people... You know, from my parents' generations, I mean, they were together since they were like 14 years old. So, I mean, they literally grew up together. So you're growing and you're changing together. But now when you have people getting together, like later on in life, it's kind of like they're already set in their ways. So it's like once they get married, it's like, I'm not doing that. This is not the way I do it. I'm not doing that. I'm grown. We can just part and I'm going to go and do my own thing. So the level of commitment in terms of what you're willing to deal with and tolerate has definitely changed in terms of today because people, you know, they'll just get up and leave today. And it's just, it's nothing for them to do that. There's no working it out. It's just, you know, people are more concerned with who they are and what they want individually, as opposed to the family, you know, what we can build together and that whole type of thing. People are not trying to do that or build. They'll get themselves together and then leave a move. You know, some comedian said that when women have an issue, they keep their little nest egg and they taking a twig here and a twig there. And next thing you know, before you even know it, they got enough sticks to build a house and will leave you. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I don't know. They, things have definitely changed. Like what I grew up knowing to be what a marriage is and what it looks like today is totally different for me. And I know in my marriage that it makes for issues because a lot of times I do look at things from the old school way as opposed to learning how to deal with today because today is different. You know, men are different. Like people have evolved. And for me, sometimes that's hard because, you know, that's what I grew up knowing, but it's not what I know. You know what I mean? So sometimes that's difficult. Now, in my in my in my arrogant opinion, I feel a lot of people come into a marriage with the exit strategy already built in. Mm-hmm. I think in life that's the worst way to go into a relationship or a marriage with the exit strategy already built in. If you come in with an exit strategy, why even bother? With, why even bother of dating? Why even bother marrying a person? Yeah, I feel that if if you enter a marriage. You gotta be not 99.9% into that person. You gotta be 100% into that person. And before you even get to that point, you gotta find out why you wanna marry that person. Like anything like any decision you make, it has to, you have to fulfill the why. Right. A lot of people seem to forget to fulfill the why and get caught up with the glitz and glamour of a beautiful wedding. A wedding is not a marriage, a wedding is just a ceremony. Right. So. Um, I just feel that, and a lot of things too. Um, hey, I, hey guys, give me a moment. I'll be right back. Okay. I got you. We got you. Dude. So definitely a lot of people, uh, a lot of these females, they're in their mid thirties looking for that husband and they put a time frame about when she's supposed to have that ring on her finger and when she's supposed to be married. How about just enjoying the journey first, mm-hmm. get, get to know your partner first before you even put a time frame on when he's supposed right. to be married, when he's gonna be married. So all you go, all you want, all, what it sounds like is all you want to be is be Instagram, have an Instagram wedding, wedding, and show everybody you married, show the nice ring you got. That's all. But it's not the bells and whistles. Um, so what do you guys think about that? Well, I mean, I I definitely know that to be true because a lot of times what you see on social media is not necessarily the truth and a lot of times you may have the glitz and glamour of the wedding that you're still struggling to pay for right now so a lot of times it is about persona and what people think you have or think that you're doing but I think also I agree with Derek because any relationship pretty much the basis for me is the same because there's a lot of people who go to work every single day and tolerate all the crap that goes on at work, but you don't have the patience for that when it comes to your marriage and the the person that you're supposed to love and trust and build something with, but you'll go to work every single day, not miss a day. And you know what I'm saying? And deal with all the crap that's going on, but you can't come home or you can hang out and not do what you're supposed to be doing at home, but you can go to work and you can do what them people are expecting you to do so you can get your check but you're not going to do what you're supposed to be doing at home for your wife and make sure that your life is cool and set or for your husband, whatever the case may be. Because, I mean, even though I'm a woman, I know and I understand that, you know, sometimes we ain't right. You know what I'm saying? It's not just the men. Sometimes the women ain't right either. But if you can go to work 
and you can do what you need to do at work. You should be able to do that at home. And then some people are about their kids. You can do everything in the world under the sun for your kids, but you won't do the same thing for your man. So it's, and you know, it's a hard thing to balance, but all of it requires balance between work and your kids and your husband, you know, your loved one, whoever it is, you know, life is about balance. And when you're just focusing on what the picture looks like and you're not making sure that you take care of the picture that you're portraying, it, it's never, the outside always look different than what the inside actually is. Got you. Excuse me. I got you on that. That's so true. So true. Um, another question I do have is, how does self-esteem affect the relationship mm. as far as supporting somebody as far as marrying somebody, how does self-esteem figure into that equation? Because I believe it does figure out a lot into mm -hmm. that equation. Um, I've seen men fear marrying a woman who has who's a breadwinner, who fear that the woman who, you know, uh, who's smarter than him is, all all intents purposes, the head of the household. They fear that instead of rising to that level to becoming their equal. Right. How do you feel about that? Go for it, Joe. How do you feel about that? Um, I was going to say it was like Derek was saying earlier, things have changed. Mm -hmm. Things have changed. So if you're stuck in that old school, I have to go by the old school book. Yeah, that's going to be different for you. Yeah, you're going to be scared about that. That's something totally new. Some people don't like change. It was already structured like this. It worked for them. Why can't it work for me? I'm going to make it work. Or I'm going to try to make it work using that old book. I mean, sounds good. But as the time changed and everything like that, and structures have changed. Women's equality has changed. Women are now holding down jobs that are more leading than men's jobs. Their pay caps may be a little higher than a man's. You know what I'm saying? So in that, um, there's, a, there's a lot of things that, that factor into that. Uh, I didn't know if you wanted to do a spinoff uh, to talk about that specifically. But that that's another part of this uh, sacrament of marriage that people are not looking looking at too much. And that is the fact that time has changed. The structure has changed when when single ladies hit. Everybody laughs about that when single ladies hit and independent women and all of that hit. That was a movement that changed that whole dynamic. So that subservient woman that is going to cook clean and all of that, <laughs> that was a good buy to that. That was a good buy to that, whether men want to admit it or not. That anthem rang, and that, that was it. <laughs> and that's how it's been ever since. So when you're talking to somebody in the new age, as on the female perspective, they point back to that because that's their reference point. Independent woman, 
I get my own. I don't really need you. I I agree with that, but I also feel like there's another part of that as well for our community anyway, is the fact that a lot of times our men didn't have the same opportunities as other men. So it's a lot of times easier for me as a black woman to get a position than it is for a black man to get that position. Be it because maybe he had a criminal background or maybe he did something as a young child and it still shows up on his record. Sometimes it's just one of those cultural things where they'd rather give me the job as a black female than to give him the job as a black male. So with times changing, I don't know why I feel like this particular country has like the stigma against black men. So unless you're like, you know, um, a, a baller, whether it's football or basketball or some kind of musician, I don't feel as though black men get the same opportunities. And it's not because I'm saying like, they can't do it. I'm, it just seems like nowadays black women have been in a position quite often to have to carry the family. And whether it's because they decided that they didn't want the family or they had multiple children, a lot of times we were kind of pushed into doing those things just because he wasn't there. So it, a lot of times it, it, the whole independent thing we had to sometimes some of us were forced to be independent and you know, I've been a single mom. So, and I was forced in that, into that position, you know, and I never, you know, did the whole anthem thing. It was just, I had a child and that just had to do what I needed to do. You know? <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to be independent. I didn't want to do it on my own, but you know, I, I had to do, I had a kid, I had to feed and, you know, he was off doing his thing. So, you know, I get what Joe is saying that there are some women who prefer to have that. There's a lot, there's women out there who want to be in control and they rather be the one making the money and making the decisions and all that. But then there's that flip side of that where culturally where we've been in positions where our men were in jail and locked up or couldn't get a job for whatever reason. And the, you know, the, statistically they will hire a black woman before they would a black man and that's just culturally the way that's always really been in this country what i was gonna say was i was gonna um, come um that to your point is is more like I w i've been thinking about this for a while now and it it falls into the category of demasculation of the black man. Yeah. It just falls into that category. And you see it around you as far as um, even rap now and the way way men dress now as opposed to how they dress before. And where do you draw the line as far as uh, the LGBTQ community meeting our regular heterosexual community like, what is the norm that we can actually put down and not be offensive to anybody, but like, we have to restructure this whole thing. This is not a cut and dry situation before it was cookie cut. Okay, mom, dad, this is how we're going to do things. Now it's like, mom, dad, uh, dad, dad, mama, mama, 
or whatever the case may be, we could sit there and vary it out all you want. But in the end, it, it it's a very confusing situation. Now you have emotions involved on both ends, different perspectives, and how they were raised clashing to try to build some type of relationship to sustain, to move forward in what you call a union. It's a little bit more complicated. Okay, I get you, I get you on that. I'm gonna say this. A lot of guys, you know, I understand this because you, you get spent some time in prison, just stop from getting obtained the job. But the key thing is decision making. It all, all goes back to that. To make poor decisions, to put yourself in a position to not achieve what you want to achieve. And that same goes in marriage. It's not, it's not just marriage situation, it's life in general itself. You know, we, we gotta catch ourselves sometimes and realize that everything we do has a consequence. And a lot of people feel that they could always bust through the consequence, but we live in a world that we don't have full control. We control about one culture. The only control we have is what we do and what we say. And uh, I grew up in a house with two parents who came from single parents. You know, my grandma, my mother's parents were, were married and then they divorced. My father grew up under his mother, but his father was there. But his they were his parents were never married. Um, so. Seeing that and how they became great parents to me, my sister, and many other people who weren't their children also become parents to them as well. It was a wealth of knowledge that I saw. They've been through some very rough patches, very rough patches. I can't say how many times they stared the voice right in the face because it got too much. But the pull, the love they had for each other brought them back to each other. That love that they had, the six, seven years they dated, before they said they had dudes. They, my parents got married twice, once in their country and once with another when they came back came to the United States. And um, like I said, I learned a lot. My mother my mother on paper was the breadwinner, on paper was the breadwinner. But my father was just so good with investments and so good with numbers. He superseded her in that because of his knowledge of no learning how to save. He was the check and balances. She would have spent, but he was like, no, nah, we can't spend on that. We got to put that on the side to save for the future. We got to save for a house. We got to do this, this, and this. And that that's a tandem. And it was, that's what marriage is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a tandem, not two separate entities doing their own thing. It's supposed to be, you get married, you become one. I mean, sometimes you, some they vary from that from time to time. But for the most part, you're supposed to be one. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I've learned. I've never been married. I'm, I'm, I said on the previous podcast, I've never been married. But I, I see what marriage should be. You have to understand the times that we live in, too. We live in a, in a very cut, cutthroat society. It's a dog-eat-dog world, plain and simple. That you don't know that person, that person you date now, you don't know if they're going to be that person a few years down the line. We always we talk about um, the, the child high school sweetheart. I've known plenty of high school sweethearts are, are, are divorced now. Why? Why does that happen? I think once you, I believe once you get married, the learning does not stop. It continues. I think that's, I believe that's what my marriage is for. Because the learning stops. 
fingers. The learning stops at this point in the fingers. It's like learning each other. Learning how to navigate through two different things. What do you guys think about, think about that? I know TD Jake said, whatever you did to get them, that's what you need to continue to do to keep them. So a lot of times... <laughs> You forget that you get comfortable and you forget because, you know, responsibility happens. So all that little extra stuff that you used to do, you know, that you probably don't have time for is certain things that you have to make time for. And a lot of times we get busy with life. I mean, just like when you have close friends and you don't talk to for like a week or two, sometimes a couple of months, and then you call and it's like, you didn't miss a beat. But the point is in that time frame, that three months went by so quick because you're so busy doing everything else. But that's why when things are important, it's important to make them important. You know what I'm saying? And somebody else, who was that? There was somebody else that said, it might not be important to you, but if it's important to her, it's important. <laughs> so you, you have to keep those things and just realize that, I mean, marriage is hard. And um, I've been married for five years. So, well, four years and together for five. And it's, it's hard because you have my baggage that I'm bringing, his baggage that he's bringing, and now we got to put this baggage together and then try to carry all this baggage together, which is heavy. You get tired. And then some people are like, I'm not carrying this anymore. I'm going to leave it right here. And I'm going to take my bags. I'm going to keep moving. But the, the thing is learning how to be strong enough together to be able to carry your baggage that you're combining together and, and keep going, which is very difficult to do sometimes when life hits, you know, because you got a job and you got kids, then you have bills, you know what I mean? And there's always something going on. So I feel like it's one of those things where, one, you have to be ready. Some people do things that they're not ready to do. And like Don was saying before, it might just be a for show thing, but you're not really ready to put in the work that you need to, you know, actually have a successful, happy relationship or a healthy relationship. You know what I'm saying? You might not even be like healthy or ready to commit like that. You know, so it's one of those things where you have to know you before you get into trying to be with someone else. So it's um, it's such a it's such a hard thing because sometimes you, the person that you with might just need that push from you. So it's do you stay and you push and you encourage? You know, it's it's so hard to just say, you know, what I'm saying just cut it off and just say that it's it is what it is, but. It all depends on how much you care. You know, are you real willing to do what it needs to take? You know, if you're willing to get up every day in the snow, because you know you up there, Dom, you you willing to get up and shovel your car off, dig your car out just so you could go to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How much are you willing to do for, you know, the person that you married? And, you know, so... You know, Derek is so right. All the relationships are the same. What are you willing to do? What are you willing to do for your kids? What are you willing to do for, you know, your job? What are you willing to do for your marriage? All of it is, you know, what you're willing to do. You know, I don't. It, it's it's difficult. It's definitely difficult. But, you know, sometimes as long as the good outweighs the bad. I mean, every day is not going to be happy. 
And I and I it's things not always happen in a, in a regular relationship before you even get married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think you still get that. You know, I apologize, guys. You know, um, I was involved in an accident earlier this week. And I'm out of pain. But I'm pushing through because I'm a fucking, I'm a motherfucking warrior. So I'm push through the podcast. Sorry for that. But like I was saying right on. before. But like I was saying before, um, I encountered th- things with girls I dated before. The girl I'm dating, I'm dating right now. She's a sweetheart. She can be a little. She she's tough, you know. She's competitive. There's nothing wrong with that. I appreciate her competitive spirit. We do clash a lot. However, I dated other females who blatantly looked me dead in the face and asked me if it was okay for me to be a house husband. Now, my father's lying in the grave for the past 10 years. would come out of his grave and beat my ass if I ever accepted that. I told her, hell no, I ain't going to be no house husband. What the hell you look, what the hell you think I am? So what? Uh, define that. Define that. Yeah, define that. House husband? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's something I don't, I don't really, I don't really understand it. Well, I mean, it's house wife. Housewife is like a like a like a like a like a big range of things. So like, is a house husband that big range of things as well? I mean, the only thing you can't do as a man is give birth. That's the only thing we can't do. But but we do we do one added thing. We get through the handyman work. Something great, we fix it. I thought that was okay. Well, you know, you know what, you, you know what, I'm 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 glad you said that because this this does go back to. What Joe had said when I when I when I had first stepped away, excuse me, by the way, folks, I'm, I'm back. But um, when I had first stepped away, Joe had mentioned that, um, you know, this movement was born out of that whole, um, you know, independent women and Miss Independent um, era. Actually, that music and that 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 sentiment was born out of the movement. It was the other way around. It honestly was the other way around because there were a lot of women that were out there that were that had no choice but to get their stuff together so that they could hold down their homes, hold down their kids. Meanwhile, fellas, and now I'm, I'm talking to all you fellas out there, um, we out there bumming bum change for cigars so that we could roll up the next blunt. You know what I'm saying? We 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 are we we trying to ante up to get to get the the better top shelf liquor. You know what I'm saying? As as opposed to handling our bills. Me 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 meanwhile, sister soldier over here done 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 got a house, a car, a good job that she been on for the past five years. You know what I'm saying? You just got fired from your last job because you came in smelling like pot. Now you looking now you trying to get Best Buy to hire you or Circuit City to hire you. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it and and uh, it, it does it, it does go back to what Denise was saying about you know sometimes there aren't opportunities out there for us as black men. That is true. That is true. And a lot of times, corporate America would feel more comfortable putting 
when it comes to that affirmative action, they will feel way more comfortable mm -hmm. putting a woman in that position than a man in that position because they feel like they can tell a woman what to do. They, they're not going to come up to a black man and tell him what to do. At the same time, if the sister comes in with an afro or some cornrows, you know what I'm saying, look, looking like uh, Queen Latifah off or set it off, you know, they think that, oh, she's too manly or, or she's too aggressive or she's too this. And they're not mm -hmm. going to hire her because she's, she's pushing off too much energy. And that kind of goes back to what I that, that kind of goes back to what I was saying about the afro. The afro is like a lion's mane. You know, it's, it's specific amongst our species. No other human being grows the afro. And when you see it, it's a it's a symbol of power, and it's intimidating to all the other cats that are in the that are in the savannah, to all the other cats that are that are out there in the wild. They see they see that mane, and they're intimidated by it. So yeah, if if if, if you take you take two you take the same you take a set of twins and one has a perm and one has an afro the one with the perm is more likely to get the job mm -hmm. unfortunately you know mm -hmm. and and then at the same time you got uh fraternal twins one brother one sister the sister is more likely to get the job than the brother is because corporate america feels that they they'll have a little more control over over that woman, and that's 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 no excuse for no man not 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 to go out there and apply himself for no job. No. I'm just saying that the, that the, I'm I'm just recognizing the cards that actually are it's stacked against us. Come again. We want to introduce um we want to introduce prophecy and, and black roses to the podcast. Hello. How y'all doing? Ah, you all right? Peace, y'all. <laughs> no, I'm just basically yes, giving sir. Yes, sir. Now, I said, basically, I was giving right. feedback on what you were saying. And it, that is no excuse because there's a lot of African American, strong black African American men that's actually making it very successful. Billionaires and millionaires. So that's no excuse for African American men to feel or give them the, the so called corporate America the power to, to not go out and actually apply themselves. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Because you're actually no, giving the but I'm so acknowledging the roadblocks. They want you not to succeed. They want you to keep thinking and believing that you can't make it and that, oh, because you go to this job, they're going to put you down. Of course they might, right. but that doesn't mean give up. Mm -hmm. Strength comes in, in, in consistency and numbers. Now, we, we get to that point. How, how much does finance uh, affect the relationship as well? Relationship relationship as dating how does it affect marriage how does it affect it and the reason i asked this question is because of, i was involved in this facebook group called 30 30 years and up and i must tell you it was the most immature group i've ever been involved in the top mm -hmm. things it was saying and this girl came was on the yeah um this girl came in it was like oh i can't date a man who doesn't have a master's degree who's not as successful as i am I had to. I, I wanted a little message. That's message what she was taught. Unfortunately, her. that's what she was taught. She was taught right. that you only. But the thing, yeah. Right. But the thing is that I was like, um, you know, dating somebody is not just about the finances. It's not about how good the sex is. It's about a spiritual connection. Mm -hmm. You realize that, right? Well, yeah, but I don't see myself dating a man who only makes uh, fifty grand a year while I make hundred fifty grand. I'm like, well, you're going to be single for the rest of your life. I'm trying to tell you, and unhappy. Money doesn't bring happiness. First of all, let's, 
let's just recognize the fact that just because somebody has a master's degree does not guarantee them a job, number one. It doesn't. Does not guarantee them about a high-paying job, number two. Speak on it. Speak on it. <laughs> I know plenty of successful people who have no education. It just, yo, it goes, it goes for health, too. It goes even for health, yo, like, like, when you, when you really sit there, right, people be like, oh, you could, you could die from smoking cigarettes. I know cigarette smokers that are outliving the non-smokers. True. That's like mind blowing, right? No, it's not mind blowing. We all know the crackheads outlived everybody. I'm blowing at all. I'm just saying. Thank you. You like another one? Oh. Drunk drivers will kill you. Mm, yeah, but seat belts kill you too. That's amazing. That's definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, it Tell me, the drunk driver could have hit you, hey, boop, but your seat belt just killed you. You're just stuck inside of it. Now you can't get out. That's called <laughs> set in stone. That's that's the difference between set in stone and other things. You know what I mean? God wrote it like that way so he could bring you back. You know what I'm saying? Like it's so it, it's so real, man. And the older you get, yo, and like like if you if you older and you still like having fun and still managing, you know what I mean? You'll see all that. But if you miserable, you'll just be in your misery. You won't notice these little fine prints that that you ain't see. You know what I mean? There's there's a lot of things that we didn't expect, yo. Like pandemic. I didn't expect that, but it's always been around. Every couple of yeah. years, there's some big hysteria that gets us all in a panic just to get back to the basics, yo. I got you. 1920, 1820, 1720, 1620. You feel me? The 20s and up. I'm trying to tell you. They just eat on the dub. I got you. Let's just get, let's get, let's get back to the marriage. Let's get back to the marriage, ladies and gentlemen. Get back okay, it. but don't, okay, yeah, so, 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 so to bring it back to what you was asking, Dom, you know, what, what does finance, how does finance play its part? It, 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 it plays a vital part because just like you said, it's not just about the finance. It's not just about the, it's, it's the overall package and how it all kind of comes together cohesively or, or doesn't come together cohesively that determines whether or not the relationship is going to work or not. And mm -hmm. at the same time, when you have that spiritual bond, um, the, 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 big, the biggest failure is someone that keeps going out there and trying. So when you have, when you have some type of bond, it's going to at least inspire you to get out there and motivate you to actually right. try something, to actually right. do something. It, it also, you know, you can, you can fail a million times, but that one success could be the one that takes you to the top. Or that one success could be the one that brings you on the level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but it, if, 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 if you're not, if, if you don't have... Uh, kind of like, kind of like what Denise was saying about, um, you know, how bad do you want to get out there and go to work? You can go out there and shovel your car out, right? If you're not motivated to to I get back to that to job, that. if 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 you don't have that 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 drive for that job, man, forget that snow in that car, man. That, that'll melt when the snow comes, when when the sun comes. Your upbringing it depends on what your roots is, where you came from, what you was taught. A lot of these 
people nowadays, I don't say people, but Americans, period, individuals, period, you know, are lacking that home training. You know what I'm saying? That back in the days, onto your grandmother that used to be able, you know what I'm saying, showed you how to hard work or showed you that hard work and what a, a dollar means to you. You know what I'm saying? Not just a dollar, but how to get that dollar. Yeah. A lot of these kids nowadays, millennium people, are so based on, you know what I'm saying, corporate, 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 you know what I mean? So numbers. In numbers. And numbers. they forgot the roots. So basically, that's why a lot of these people nowadays, relationships is based on money, money, money. And to be honest with you, money is the root of all evil. Yeah, you need money to survive, to eat, to do the, you know, essential, the things that you need. So a lot of the time, these a lot of females and men want that feedback. See, this is what happens when you start to knock Iron Man off. I'm trying to tell you, you're trying to speak that knowledge. So now, Marvel messed up when know. they tried to knock. Iron Man off. <laughs> you see, now he's coming back with vengeance. He's trying to basically, you know, cut off the sun, but it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, yeah. a lot of these women and men nowadays, it's not a bad thing to think about, you know, the fundamental things and, and the money, but the root of it is you need a foundation. You need a soul. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these people nowadays, they don't have souls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just all about, you know what I'm money. saying? Money. Money, money, money. Yo. Money, 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 money. I'm going to put it to you. I'm going to put it to you. I'm going to put it to you. I'm going to I've been with this man for 23 years since high school. You feel me? We wasn't always ups and downs. Gotcha. We wasn't always 100%, you know what I'm saying, rich. But I've been with through thick and thin with him. Six kids, you know what I'm saying? Basically, it depends on the individual and what you what you was taught and what you take from it and use. I got you. But this, this is, I, I give you a good metaphor that I, that I said on the original podcast, part one of it, when I was in the solo. I said, boys... Boys will scorn great women, whereas a great man will enhance a great woman. Say that again? How do you guys feel about that? Boys will scorn a great woman, whereas a great man will enhance a great woman. Damn right. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah. Damn right. Them boys keep on playing. She keep getting hurt. She keep getting hurt. She keep getting hurt. Mm-hmm. But yeah. get mad because a grown well, my, man. My, my thing is. Be a grown man. Absolutely. But my. my 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 thing is too. A lot of these females who are who are happy being single, single, saying they don't need a man, they don't need anybody in their lives. I think that's complete. That's a complete lie. You you all need something. You do need some 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 penetration in life or something. And I don't want to sit you to sit there and tell me that doesn't matter. That's a goddamn lie. I'm keeping. I'm keeping. I'm keeping. I'm keeping keep, keep my 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 um, profanities off the podcast. But you know what I really want to say. But, you know, um, in, 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 in my opinion, I think that it is entirely, completely natural for a man and a woman to get together and be nature. together. At, at, the, at, at, at the same time, if you make the choice to be alone, you got to live with the consequences of that choice. Now, you may not be prepared for those consequences and you may end up changing your mind, but you go through with it. There are people that make that choice to actually be alone. Whether they're whether they're in a convent in the mountains somewhere studying kung fu, or 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 got the or the rosary beads, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's monks and there's nuns. Yeah, there's monks, there's monks and there's nuns all over the world. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, the average the average westernized person, male or female, the average westernized person, male or female, that makes that decision. Nine times out of ten, they try it and they end up like, you know what, this is not going to work because, you know, there's, there's, uh, you need some form of companionship, some form of camaraderie. Mm-hmm. 
that that you that you're not gonna get that you're not gonna get from your homies. And that goes back to human nature. Opposites attract. You have basically God made a, a woman and a man for a reason, so you can have a companion of the opposite sex and the same, but at the same time to reproduce. I just think. I just think I think the fear of being hurt is a very big situation. It's a very big. Yeah, of course, uh, nobody thing wants to in be hurt. It's life. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. The, the, like, so any anything from you guys, George and Ace, you, I see the, the 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 married couple over there with the New York Yankees hat and stuff together. You know, they're already rocking the one already. You got the same Yankee cap and everything. <laughs> I blame Joe for that. He's a, for the he from the Bronx, so I blame him for that yes. always. Shout out to okay. the, <laughs> shout out to the lovely couple. And that's for all you females out there. You see Black Rose, you see Miss Denise on the damn podcast. I invite y'all to guys to the podcast. Y'all don't want to come on the goddamn podcast. Stop being scared of what I'm going to tell you. You know like what I say? Jump, jump on the goddamn podcast and look me dead in the eye and we can talk about it. Don't be scared. I don't bite. I'm handsome. You want me to bite you, actually. But, you know, so... You know what I'm saying? You can jump on the podcast, stop running around, and come on a goddamn podcast. I digress. Let's get back to the sacrament of marriage, babies. You know what I'm saying? I digress. I have to say that. Okay. That's it. You know oh man, I don't bite. I'm That's why these women okay. are ha- this is this is this is why this is why these these two women are happily married, whether Happily married because they're not afraid. They come right. on and, and say what they got to say. Right. You see the link on the comment section, ladies and gentlemen? Click that shit and come on the goddamn podcast. Okay. So, you know, I'm stop, being, stop being scared. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's I'm sick and tired of this, man. And then that'd be the first to talk about, oh, I, oh, oh I, I don't want a man. You don't want a man, so don't put yourself out there. And you, when you, you only put yourself out there I've for the wrong guy. I've been taught and learned that people that speak certain things, they don't really mean it mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs somebody, like you said, uh, whether uh, it be a friend or just, or just a friend, but you need a companion, regardless. To become a healthy, respect, a healthy human being. Okay? <laughs> with, all, with all due respect, reason why my girls are on the show because she knows me and I'm going to go back and forth non-stop for the next three hours about this. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying to keep the I'm trying to keep the goddamn beats. <laughs> no, she, my girl Danielle is is super ultra competitive. Competitive is a she's more competitive than a lot of men that I know. So I don't want to go that's back and forth probably, for, for hours at a time. But I'm a type of dude. I'm a type of I don't fit the competition. I just step up to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how cancers do it. I like these big. Yeah. And see, in all, in all, in all honesty, in all honesty, that's the definition of bravery. Someone who says they ain't got no fear is a coward. If you ain't got no fear, you ain't got no opportunity to be brave. You know if you're not scared mm-hmm. enough, and if you're not scared enough, and that means there ain't nothing for you to step up to and be brave about. Mm-hmm. So you show your bravery by stepping up and facing some kind of fear. Mm-hmm. No, you're not. You're not. You're not just gonna back me down. I can fail, but the fact that I step up, up shows my bravery. Challenged it basically shows that you know that. Yep. Stand up for something. Okay, let me ask a question. Anything. Let me ask you. Ask you a question. Um, for 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 the couples who've been divorced or been through a divorce, how did that affect you as far as searching for a new mate, or did that affect you at all? 
did, did you learn from that experience? Because I, because my opinion, I don't deal with I don't deal with light skinned women no more. No, not no more. Mm-mm. Not no more. Not no more. I learned my lesson. What the bell bib devote say? And they was both pretty. God damn, they was both pretty. You don't ever get. So you say last time without say you say last time without trouble, huh? Huh? Yeah, I would love to. You say last time without trouble, huh? Attractive, yeah, of course. That's that's how I ended up in that situation. Attractively trouble. You, you know what? Trouble, right? Trouble. You know what? Oh, you said. Wait, 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 hold up. Did you say? Did, did you say trouble or attractive? Attractively trouble. troublesome. <laughs> he said trouble. He said attractively troublesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, yeah, because it goes both ways. Full of being being light skin don't make you attractive. I'm um, attractively troublesome. I know a couple of. I know a couple of. Um, and and light skin. Um, what you call? It? Know a couple of them. Or now you call uh, like the ultimate. You don't even call them high yellow. You call them bright light. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> the, you know what I mean? The one where she looks at her so light skin, like when she gets well, tattoos like a canvas. Oh God. Okay. They're dangerous women. That's high yellow but, syndrome. Yo. They be well, yo, they, you got the high, most high yellow women sometimes. They don't even be pretty, right? It's just cause they high yellow. They just think they all that they, mm-hmm. and they be butt ugly. You be like, damn girl, what did you just did you know you look like? Before we bring it back to the marriage, there's some self-centered black women. You can see a light, you can see ugly light skin, but it's hard to see a black skin. It's hard to see a skin. Ugly female, like with crazy male features, but her body, like it's rare that you're gonna run into one that's accepting that. You know what I'm saying? But she it's got manly like fit. She needs to go the other way, not, not my way. To, to First of all, you know so. what I'm saying? The light skin one don't care. It's like, I'm, I know I'm ugly, but I am bright light, and you can't, you know what I mean? That, I, oh my God. Like, Girl, Girl, sit your ass, ass down. Exactly yeah, what you talking about. Matter of fact, Joe, you can't be my witness. My mom is my skin, okay? You feel me? Like, is she aggy? Yeah. I love like, the depth, though. Look, like us dark. <laughs> us darkies respect the struggle, yo, of what dark went through. You understand? So it's like, it's, it's rare, yo. You ain't gonna run into no, like, no dark one that's hideous and just going bananas like they top if you see that it's because they top about whatever they're doing they just don't care like they profession have no no right. yeah the profession is up care, there they don't care they don't okay care. i look like i'm back with zebra but, but my, my money <laughs> is the money okay that's that, those types yeah you're running for that 
but not now. Nah, you can't do that. Can't, uh, the high yellows, they be dead broke. Let me, let me, like, let I'm me. ugly, but I'm light skinned. Let me, let me, let me interject. Can we just leave light skinned women alone for once? They all got fat ass. <laughs> let's, let's, leave, let's leave for them. Leave them alone, please. Yo, they do not all. They, they, they do not all. All of them do not. In all, in all, all, all seriousness. They, they spiteful. Listen. Unfortunately, sometimes Listen, been, okay. I, I, had, I had a pleasure of uh, pursuing a light skinned girl, you know, back in the day. You know, I, I can't. I think we all did. I can't. I can't play with my rap. Oh, you know, yeah, I, I, except for them two. I'm gonna tell you straight up. I think I came in. I came in. swing the home run two years late. Him up. Yo, I came swing, swinging for the fences, and I missed. I was late, but you know, and then the, actually the other other light skin girl that that I dated actually I was going to ask me if it was if I was okay to be in a house husband. Imagine that. But anyway, let's leave the light skin woman. Let's leave. Let's leave. Well done. Of course. You of asked course. me if I learned anything from my marriage after after getting divorced. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. Listen, but let me, ask, let me ask you a question, though. Some, does some does, does a lot of people a lot of people get married because they they have a child together? All of a sudden, oh shoot, we gotta we gotta marry. Does a child necessarily dictate having having a child with somebody dictate dictate making them a perfect husband, a perfect wife? Nope, and sure does no. not. It sure does not. It no, because because that doesn't even. That, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. Living in a household. No, I was gonna say that doesn't even that doesn't even make them a good parent because they might not even be married, ready for parenthood, let alone marriage. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, if y'all arguing and fighting and bickering over the, the littlest nonsense, what is that teaching the, teaching the child? Perpetuating a cycle, or beginning one. Hey, okay, and it's showing that a at the end of the day, it's, it's making the, the child think it's okay to be in a toxic relationship, which is not. It's making the child have self you know, self confidence issues. You know what I'm saying? And no stability, no strength. Like if my mom and dad is supposed to be my saviors. Everything is going through it. What am I supposed to look forward to as a, in a relationship? You know what I mean? Right. Unfortunately, so that's not and whether they do it, and whether they do, whether they do it in front of you or not, or not. they're gonna regurgitate exactly. everything they take in. Exactly, and believe me, because they don't want to look bad, they're gonna hide it and keep hiding it until you never know, and it's gonna be a, a toxic relationship for that child in the, in the future. Believe me, it's gonna be a repetitive cycle. Unfortunately, so that's not a healthy relationship to be in. I mean, sometimes it could. The relationship could be fine. And then sometimes, unfortunately, I'm going to say it, even though it's, you know, a sticky situation, but sometimes the child is what causes the problem because sometimes people are just used to being one-on-one and then you add another person to the mix. And then let's just say one person gives more attention to the child and they used to give all that attention to the other person. 
So now it's an issue. <laughs> it's true. I I, it's I actually I actually saw that. I actually saw that happen. Yeah. How, how could you allow something that came from you try to get in between some uh, between y'all? That child is uh, is you. The yeah. DNA, the chromosomes that that created that child, the DNA that created that child is a part of you. So basically, you're annoyed with yourself. Yeah, yeah, because it's like I don't know if it's an attention thing, but it now, definitely got to be. You know, so be. sometimes that child is is the issue. Sometimes you don't have any problems, and you have a child, and now you got issues. So you know, I, I don't. I, and by the way, Hubby, I don't feel that way. But and I know, but I know. <laughs> I'm saying that happens. Don't feel bad. You know, I'm saying. Because it, it is true. It can happen. It could put a strain on a relationship sometimes yeah. because there's no book on parenting. So sometimes mm-hmm. a child a child knows how to manipulate regardless of the fact of what it's true. in them. So they'll go to you and then they'll go to dad. You say no, mm-hmm. dad says yes. Now that's putting a strain because it's like you're undermining what I'm saying. Not yes. intentionally, but that's basically what happens. And it goes right. on and on and on to the point now you and your husband is arguing over your parenting skills. Yep. Right. Is, shouldn't be because at the end of the day it's basically like you said it's the child so now instead of us thinking about that we actually bickering with each other so i've seen that happen more yeah. than once believe it or mm-hmm. not it's true and it's, it's sad to say but it is true mm-hmm. you know what i mean and that's a tough topic right there that's a tough situation because it's like, yeah yeah <laughs> it happens mm-hmm. you know what I mean? but that also Judge. comes with the strength in the relationship too within the individuals knowing each other and knowing that that you know children can be kid children and they can be manipulative now that y'all got to be the parent and adults and uh, yeah you know I, I was about to say i was about to say let's let's also acknowledge the when the exact opposite happens because sometimes uh being thrust into that parental position does push you sure. forward and does make you a better parent. Depending it does make you a better partner. That's what I'm saying. Let's acknowledge. Let's acknowledge when that does happen. Because it's it's not all the time. That's why I said it's not all the time. It's more it's more often that things end up falling apart. But it is worth acknowledging. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That is definitely 100 percent right. There are successful families that. They they stuck together just to raise a child. As soon as that child went to college, it was like, pew, you know what I'm saying? Off to the races. I don't know what I'm saying. You feel me? Not being in this house. He did our part no you know what you know what's fu- you know what's funny about that you know what's funny about that i know an older couple i i hold on hold on i know i know an older couple who did just that and when it came time for the kids to go they was like you know what we might as well just keep doing what we're doing <laughs> and they still together to this day so like <laughs> how you was raised and what you took out of what you was taught. 
You know what I mean? Because like they say, like, there's no book on no relationship. There's no book on, and even if they try to put a book out, I bet you half that ish in that book is lies. Because I know it ain't my black relationship. I'm not just trying to be funny, but I'm just saying, hello. <laughs> Listen, we, we, listen. We're not we're not here to talk about Steve Harvey's book. Okay. Because he 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 the biggest hoe. He the biggest hoe ever. Now he's trying to teach women how to be hoes too. He done taught his daughter how to be a hoe too. How many how many dudes she ran through already? Already. Come on, man. You shouldn't bring you shouldn't bring your child to become a hoe. Stop. Anyway. Original wife. He was somebody else, younger. Ain't nobody got time to be listening to no. We, we got we definitely got time. <laughs> we got definitely time to speak about that subject on the beer and beer family, beer family and combo, beer mm-hmm. beer combo family with Joey G. Joey G, let us know what, what what's gonna be the first episode. Um, we gonna what, and when it's gonna be slated to, to go off. And also, oh, what goodness. about these polygamy relationships? <laughs> That'll be a true place podcast episode. <laughs> Poly, poly, poly life. That's what my I'm, 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 I'm not gonna say a word. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything about it until we get to. Yeah, that. you know what? That that, that that is a whole. That is that is a whole episode, isn't I'm it? I'm trying to tell you, it's a good topic because yeah. you want to get a lot of people. I, I got some on Instagram. Oh, I would. I would love to invite to the poly this into this um conversation too. But yeah, yes, yes, Joey G. Let us know what's going on with Big. Beer and beer money and family. Beer family. family. <laughs> we're gonna try. We're gonna try for next week. Try for next week. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll um, and we are going to try to talk about the dynamic that has changed between um, husband and wife, and. We're going to talk about what was, what is, and what should be. Oh. Okay. Yes. Which is a couple is basic topic so, on a relationship. In uh, essence, ladies and gentlemen, in essence, we're doing a part three of this on beer convo yes. and family with Joey G. Yeah. That's, That's basically what it is. It's it's <laughs> It might be a point four because this, this is a live subject in this, in this particular in this particular era. Listen, okay. live basis. We, we can talk about relationships all day long. You, oh. you, we all get back to the same thing over and over. Again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what I'm saying, hopefully, we get a little another females who have courage to come on the podcast and explain their side of the story, no, no, no. their side of the story, the situation. And some of them just love the bash, man. But on that note, we're gonna have some final words to the to the guests, guest hosts on the podcast. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna call Don't forget Paparazzi. Paparazzi.com, so, oh yeah, y'all. Paparazzi.com, word. Please. Paparazzi.com, please, definitely. Please you guys say, yo, 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 like get, uh, shout it out. Yo, it, 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 it's a jewelry business. You know what I mean? It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's called the jewelry. Jewel, it's it, it's the not Lux pricey. Box. Yeah, it's called the Lux Box. T H E E L U X E B O X. 
Mm-hmm. Word up. Nice jury. And Word. Check that out. Just let it know, you know, prophecy in Sis, black room. That's a nice that set you in. Nice. Stuff. And you y'all gonna like it, yo. Um the men's the men's jewelry line mm-hmm. is, is is decent, man. You know what I mean? And like, you got stuff for children like, too, little girls. I got me stuff. a nice little um nice little piece here and it and it feels two good. E's. Okay. You know, brother. But two E's, peace. You know, and, it's very, very I, I just put I just put it in the chat. Yo, yo. No, actually, it's L-U-X-E, one E. Yeah. For the Lux box. No. Yeah. T-H-E-E. Yes, yeah. T-H-E-E, yes. Okay, gotcha. L-U-X-E, yes, box. Gotcha. Baby, got that? She needs she needs the support right now, so let's, you know. We'll send it in. We'll send it to you. We'll send it to cousin. Cousin send it to up. Family. First time on the show, Denise. What's your final words on the True Players podcast? Oh gosh, I don't know. Love each other. <laughs> Life That's is right. too short. That's right. <laughs> love is love. Okay. Yeah, we're not getting any younger. <laughs> nope. Gotcha. No, nope. not at all. Keep Brown, what's up, man? Oh, as we go, we go with Joey. G. We go with Joey. G. <clears throat> Brown's special message. For everybody, so Joey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it simple. You know what I'm saying? If you're not educating yourself and you're not seeking knowledge, you're seeking death. Just a simple mm. way. Ricky Brown, bless um, And, and uh, on this subject, as far as the sacrament of marriage is concerned, as with all relationships, Learn yourself, love yourself. Can't nobody love you better than you love you. And if you find yourself where someone else is loving you better than you loving yourself, it's time for a reality check because you're doing something wrong. And that ain't a bad thing because when you realize you're doing something wrong, now you have an opportunity to make things right. And, um, and as always, I always say, if you know anybody out there suffering from any form of mental illness, please reach out to them. Thanks. You never know what difference that reaching out can Thanks. make. And if you are suffering from any form of mental illness, don't be afraid. You are not alone. Reach out. You're not. Definitely not. Got you. Strength comes in numbers. Reach out. I'm trying to tell you. It's your your man, Big Don, myself on this podcast. Before I sign up on this podcast, I want to give a shout out to uh, to my cousin, V. Hair. Coochie Hair Shop and Spa. If it was for uh, my cousin, Vanessa. Who was who was fortunate of fortunate fortunate to do a podcast with me, which I wish I could have done live, but with technical difficulties, we were not able to do it. But we did record the podcast, and we'll be posted on um, in the next few days. Um, I do thank Yolanda for joining me on the podcast as well. We had a great talk, open things up about a lot of things so, as far as um, entrepreneurship, financial literacy. Um, credit liter- literacy, and she's definitely going to be part of the po- the True Money podcast, which is the final financial portion of the True Place podcast. Hope to drop the first episode within the next few weeks. Um, also, if you know, if if I want to ask you guys one question, who, who calls you that could tell like, the advice how to uh, make money, receive money, save money, and protect your money? If you don't have that person available, do you find that valuable in life? Valuable to have someone like that in your life? If you do feel that way, feel free to contact me at trueplayerspodcast at gmail.com, which is T-R-U-P-L-A-Y-A-Z podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Right. 
It's your man, Big Dom. Sign off for everybody else on the podcast. Yo, we sign off. This is the podcast on Anchor, Speaker, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, uh, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is T-R-U-P-L-A-Y-A-Z Podcast on YouTube. Subscribe to that channel. It's your man, Big Dom. We're going to sign off for this podcast. Peace, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye. Nice meeting you, everybody. You. True players, we live, homie, no front and always talk about something So, taking over, you know that the wait is over That in-your-face commentary is fire in the show up We talk about sports, finance, and relationships True players